Hello, good morning. I hope everybody is good. We are back for another Fit and Fierce podcast episode. But before we get started, I thought I'd fill you in on my life at the moment. I can't actually remember if I have spoke about this on here or not, but if I have, I'm going to speak about it again. So I decided the other day, or last week now, that I was going to go and work abroad for a couple of months. Like I work online on my laptop, which kind of means I can work from anywhere in the world as long as I've got a decent internet connection. So I kind of was thinking about it and I'm going back to Egypt. Um, because I used to live there, I know the place, I have some friends there and really I just don't have the balls to go somewhere else by myself. It is very scary when you think about it. So anyway, I do these things on a whim. So I thought about it or the idea came into my head and then a few days later I literally booked my flights and then or now I still don't have somewhere to live whilst I'm over there so you know mild panic going on here um and hopefully I can find somewhere but I'm so excited to go over there I have found a gym over there that I can use which is going to be good but do you know what I realized the other day I found out I don't really work so well when the weather's really really nice because I'm just like I need to be outside in it so I have to be so regimented when I'm over there. I'm literally going to plan my whole day out, like my working day. I'm going to get up super early. Obviously, I'm going to go and lie in the sun for a couple of hours because it's all about balance. But that is going to be my life soon. And for those of you who don't know or who haven't heard me talk about it, Egypt do the most amazing chocolate bar. It is a Kit Kat, a Cinnabon Kit Kat Chunky. And oh my God, it is to die for. I'd literally probably kill for one of those. However, I spoke to my friend this morning and they said that they've still been looking for me and they're not anywhere. And you can only get them, or like you could only get them in Egypt and Dubai, so I'm going to be absolutely devastated because I'm planning like filling my whole fridge up with those. Maybe not though, because in hindsight, I will probably eat all of them instead of like eating actual food. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. But today's topic is going to start off with protein, protein intake, what it is, how to get more protein in and why it is so essential and important in our journey moving forward. Um, So protein is essentially made up of amino acids and these act as building blocks. So it's something that repairs and maintains like our muscle, our bone and our tissue. But protein is so essential for muscle growth. Okay, so this is why we want to make sure that we are getting enough of it. And like the recommended daily intake should be between I believe it's like 1.6 to 2.2 grams per kilogram of body weight okay and especially as women we do find it harder to get protein in than men do we are just not drawn to these protein sources like men are so it can be a bit more of a struggle to get it in for us however saying that once we are kind of in the cycle of getting it in and of hitting that higher number of protein it's a bit like riding a bike once you're in it you kind of think like how did i find it so hard before so whenever somebody comes to me i'll always start like their protein intake on the lower end of the spectrum and then i make sure that they can consistently hit that first before we start putting it up and another great thing about this is because if somebody's in a fat loss phase so not all of my clients come to me to specifically lose body fat but some of them do And if you're in a fat loss phase, like there is going to be times when you get hungry, right? This is completely normal. But what we want to do is minimize those times. So we have to try and think about getting like the biggest bang for our buck with our food. 
Now, protein is actually one of the most satiated macros, or sorry, it is the most satiated macro, which means it is going to fill us up more than carbohydrates or fats do. And especially if we want that like lean tone physique, which I think 90% of females do come to a PT or an online coach asking for, you do need to make sure that you are getting enough protein in. And in this day and age, there are so many protein sources out there now. You've got protein puddings, you've got protein yogurts, you've got protein bars, you've got protein crisps, protein popcorn, just so many things that do have that extra bit of protein in that it should make this whole journey a lot easier. Now, all of those things that I've said are good for us. We do, however, want to get the bulk of our protein from more natural sources. And these can be things such as Greek yogurt, lean beef or like lean meats, chicken breast, um, eggs, tofu, seitan, I think it's called that, I don't, I'm not sure how to pronounce that one, but there's literally something for everybody. So whether you eat meat or whether you're a vegan or a veggie, there is something for everyone. And you've got like corn minces now, uh, corn mince as well now. So if you don't eat meat, there's a non-meat alternative that is still gonna have more protein in. So with this, you've got to think like, how can I get more in? Like, especially if you're somebody who struggles for it. Now, I don't know if anybody's ever heard the saying, eat the frog. I'm sure I will refer to it over the next however many podcasts to go. But basically what this means is like, you want to be doing the hardest thing first. So whatever you find hardest in the day, do it first, because it means everything else is going to be easier after that. So if you know that you struggle to get protein in, you want to try and get 30 grams in with your breakfast. Because once you've got that 30 grams in with your breakfast, the rest of the protein that you have to get in suddenly doesn't seem as big. So this could be, you could have um, a bacon and egg bagel, you could have protein porridge, protein oats, a protein shake. All of these things can help towards it, okay? We just have to think about it a little bit more when we're first starting out on it. Now, if you are having protein with each meal, and you're still struggling to get your protein intake in, the easiest way I'm gonna say that you can add more protein to your day is by making that protein source of a mealtime slightly bigger. So say for example, you're having like a 100 gram chicken breast, make that a 200 gram chicken breast, okay? One, it's gonna fill you up. Two, it's really not gonna be that much higher in calories. Three, it's gonna double your protein, okay? So this is gonna be like the easiest way to do it. Just make your protein source of that meal bigger. If you're following a recipe for like a dinner dish and it says to put um, so many grams of like the protein source in there, add more in. Like it's not going to ruin that dinner. All it's going to do is give you more protein within it. Okay. And then we can add the things like the protein puddings, the protein bars. We can add one of these throughout the day as well as a snack or as like an after dinner treat to help bump that protein up. And protein powder is a great addition, okay? This isn't just for like gym rats or people who like smash a gym. This is so, so beneficial for absolutely everybody, especially if we are struggling to get more protein in. And the older we get as well, the more protein we're gonna need because we wanna retain as much muscle as possible. So you can be somebody who is training however many days a week, you're hitting your steps, but if you're not hitting your protein intake, we're not gonna be getting the most benefit that we can. We're not gonna be hitting that potential that we can, okay? So I'd always say like in any serving, try to aim for a minimum of like 25 grams, 30 grams. 
And then if you're somebody who goes out to eat or if you're in a shop trying to pick food for lunch or something like this, always have a look. Like everything has nutrition labels on now. So always have a look at the protein content in it. What's going to give you more protein? What's going to help you reach that protein goal? And once you get this down, you will find how much easier it is to actually get that protein in. And it's small changes like this that we may not think about, but that make the biggest difference. And then I think that's like pretty much everything with protein. That's kind of like the blueprint for getting more protein in. And there's a couple of protein sources in there. And if you did have like any more questions on it or you did want to know anything else on it, then please just drop me a message. You'll find me on Instagram at the female tradies coach. Drop me a message on there and then I can talk you through it as well. Um, and then the second thing that I wanted to talk to you about was hunger whilst dieting because it's normal and I think people think that they shouldn't be hungry when they're on a diet but in reality like you've got to think you're used to eating a certain amount of food okay so then when you put your body into that deficit you're giving it less energy than normal and there is going to be times that you get hungry because your body has to adapt to less food and if we're in a deficit it's going to be under our maintenance calories because that's what we need in order to lose body fat so the hunger is going to be there and this is why I always say, like, choosing your foods carefully, making your meals bigger is going to be the best way to do this. Like, you want to be able to bulk up on foods that are lowering calories, but that are super filling. So you've got, I think, like, vegetables, you've got fruits, like, protein. All of these things are going to help towards it. And even, like, the carbohydrates that you choose, like, the potato is one of the most satiating carbs there is. And it's probably, like, one of the best carbs in terms of filling you up, in terms of calories and volume for it as well so whenever you're deciding on lunches or dinners that you want to have think about how you can get as much as possible out of it okay and there's always ways around like your favorite dishes and that so if you're somebody who wants to have like certain food or you're like oh well this is my favorite food i don't want to stop eating it there is always ways around it like you could make a protein shake that is literally like a milkshake and it's going to be super tasty you've got like protein ice cream you could put that in it and it's going to be like lower in calories. It's going to be super high in protein. It's going to fill you up. And you're not even going to feel like you're having to diet. So it's picking and choosing your battles and then thinking around it and then thinking how you can go from it. But the only thing is like, if you are in a deficit and you're not hungry at all, ever, one, you are going to be like in the minority and that is absolutely amazing. Just roll with it. Or two, we're not actually in that deficit. Okay, so this is where we've got to think about it. But always, always think, instead of trying to cut your meals down and make your meals as small as possible and then, like, snack your way through the day, you want to be thinking, like, how can I make my meals bigger? All right, take away snacking. How can I make my meals bigger to keep me going until the next one? And then on top of all of this, as I said, like, at the start of this, just know in your head that there are going to be times where you are hungry. And there are going to be times that you have to like stay hungry and say no to that food because you are in this fat loss phase and like you are wanting to try and get to this goal. But I think the more we tell ourselves like, oh, I'm hungry, I need to eat, I shouldn't be hungry, like we're going to cave to it. But just knowing and being okay with the fact that it is going to happen at times, I think just knowing that as well can just give us like peace of mind and give us clarity over the whole situation. Um, But yeah, but I will always start with my clients. So I'm not sure how like other coaches work in terms of calories for like the start of their clients journeys but I will always try to start my clients on as high a calorie as possible one to show them that they can eat way more food than they thought they could 
But also too, because once we start losing the weight, we want to stay on higher calories. So yes, calories will come down over the weeks because we have to be in a deficit. We don't want to stay at maintenance forever. Oh God, I lost my train of thought. I'm sure you're going to get a section in all of these podcasts, but I just lose my train of thought. Um, what am I on about? Calories. Oh, hang on. Okay, I had to stop that and then go back and listen. But I was on my client's journeys and setting the calories. But yeah, but I will always bring their calories down because as we go into that deficit and as we start losing body fat, we still want to be able to eat as much as physically possible because we don't want to be somebody who ends up on like 1,100 calories because that is like barely any food. Obviously, this is dependent on how tall you are as well. Everything, there's like so many things that come into play with this. Um, But yeah, but regardless of your size, your age, your height, anything, we just want to make sure that we can still eat as much as we possibly can while still losing body fat. But that is it for another podcast. Hopefully you found that helpful as well. I'm, you know, I'm pretty sure I'm going to say that at the end of all of these. Hopefully you found that helpful. Um, but yes, I don't think I have anything else to report today. I am off to film some content in a bit and then get outside in that sunshine for a lovely big walk before I make a program for a new client, which is super, super exciting. So enjoy your day. And I will speak to you again soon.